There are many avenues to success. The question is, which one is right for you? I don't have the answer to that, but what I do have is a long list of entertaining people who would like to tell you how they made it. Welcome to 3Ds to Success Podcast. Determination determines destination. When you stop viewing your challenges and obstacles as barriers and more as benchmarks, you'll be well on your way to creating a more fulfilled life. Join us as we dive deeper into the world of successes, no matter how you define the word. This is the 3Ds to Success Podcast with your host, Sid Ousley, a man with a lot of determination who has served with the U.S. Marines and as a deputy sheriff, now a certified speaker and mentor. Let's get right into today's episode. All right. Hey, this is Sid Owsley. Welcome to the Determination Determines Destination podcast, the 3Ds to success, where we share stories of people using the 3Ds to success, determination, determines destination to overcome obstacles and challenges in their life. And today I have with me my man, Stefan Sizzle Suggs. Sizzle is a 29-year-old man born and raised in Washington, DMC, the DMV, same as me. He escaped a tumultuous childhood filled with violence and lack of structure. He knew once he graduated that he would have to leave or he wouldn't make it. After graduating, he moved to Morgantown, West Virginia, only realized that his habits and issues followed him. He would spend the next decade of ups and downs only to conclude that he was indeed born for greatness. And it's time to use his experiences with pain to inspire and motivate young men to avoid similar pitfalls. He is an avid, avid poetry writer and believes it can be used as therapy. How you doing today, Sizzle? Great to have you, man. God is good. I'm doing great, Sid. So tell us your story of using the three D's to success, determination, determines destination to overcome the obstacles and challenges in your own life. Yes, sir. Um, I'm no stranger to adversity and, and having to overcome it. Um, and like you read in my bio, I, I grew up in Washington, D.C., um, you know, no stranger to to just tumultuous times. And, um, you know, it taught me something in the, in the process. It, it taught me that you have to be resilient. And, you know, I, when I was young and, and, and all, honestly, all the way up until the pandemic, I used to think the things that happened to me were, uh, you know, it, it was happening to me. Like it, it was happening to punish me or whatever the case may be. But I, I see it all different now. I, I see it as if anything, it was training me and preparing me for, you know, what my future will hold. And, and if I could overcome it, you know, stay determined and stay disciplined, then, then you know, everything that I went through is going to put me in a great position to be able to understand the people that I'm actually, you know, we're putting this planet to impact. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. And so you, you've been in the Les Brown Power Voice group. How has that impacted your life? Man, it, it's it's <laughs> tenfold. The, the Les Brown Power Voice group, and I, I even doubled down in, I'm in John Tellerico's Thinking to Results group as well. And, and I can honestly say, I was telling somebody this yesterday, just the accountability level, just the, the professionalism. It, it's a lot of nuances that, you know, when you say you want to be a speaker and you're not around a group of speakers, 
there are a lot of things that you just don't know and you won't know until you know. So I can say that, to be honest, I, I, I'm so grateful. I feel like it's almost accelerated my course into the speaking world. Because man, you you know how Les Brown is. He's the GOAT, man. You know, you can you can tell him your life story and, and he'll tell you your life story better than you tell you your life story. So it's beneficial. That's so true, man. Uh, and so you mentioned John Tallarico and, and his course, uh, the, the coaching. Talk about that, too, how, how that's impacted you along with the power voice. Man, John, John Tallarico, he's the GOAT as well. Um you know, like like let's say, and a lot of other um, success people say, you 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 can't always see the label if you're inside the jar. So you know, a lot of our issues we don't recognize are our issues, right? Like, I mean, we, we live with ourselves every day. You're going to defend yourself. You can go to bat for yourself. You might not always be in the best position to see your flaws or to see the little things that are holding you back. So I think coaching and mentorship is is, is amazing. And when it comes to John program, I love how. John's always there for us when, when we need him. But at the same time, it's a community approach. You know, that there's so many people from from those connections that, you know, I have my own personal connection with now that, you know, we have our own accountability kind of system where, you know, we check on each other and make sure everyone's OK. Because, you know, I realize everyone is high achieving, but everyone's at different stages of that. You notice, like some people are more beginning, intermediate, um, you know, some people a little farther. So I, I, I feel like. My biggest thing that I gather from it is just the accountability part. Just having that that group of people who can remind you what you said you wanted to do and you see that they want to do similar things. And you guys all push each other, man. I, I feel like, you know, I'm 29. The reasons why I never chased my dreams prior to is because when I get a little bit of momentum, I didn't have people around that was like, yo, don't give up. You know, I got people that won't even let me quit if I want to right now, you know? Yeah, that's really important, man have that support system around you when you when you're trying to when you're when you're achieving things when you're working on that goal or dream when you're on that journey you got to have that support and so many people out here are you know trying to do it alone and and in circumstances where you know not only it's just not supportive it's 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 negative you know if it was if it was nothing that's one thing but if when it's negative that's a whole nother uh barrier that you have to get over, yo. Hey, man, and we all know what it's like, man. So I, I tell everybody, um, you know, everybody around me, when they'll say, oh, you know, this is not, I'm like, hey, man, get a mentor. Like, I'm never, no one is too proud to get a mentor. And, and you think about it, you think you're like the greatest in the world, Tiger Woods, Serena's Williams, Floyd Mayweather, whoever they are at the top of their profession, they still have coaches too. There's someone who is not as good as them that still tells them what to anticipate. Everyone needs a coach. That's right. That's right, man. And so, say you grew up in Washington D.C. Is there? You know, and South and you know, it, we we call that area the D.M.V. And I remember uh, somebody who wasn't from this area one time. They heard, they heard, uh, heard me mention the D.M.V. And they said, you know, I heard, I've heard people from that area always mention the D.M.V. Do y'all hang out at the Department of Motor Vehicles or something? I don't understand. What does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, of course I had to explain to you about DC Virginia. <laughs> but uh tell us about was optimized your early childhood in in DC moving to Morgantown, West Virginia, you know, trying to get away from the environment and what happened when you got there? What did you realize For what sure. happened when you got to Morgantown and your transformation from there? 
Okay, okay, for sure. So, yeah, like I said, growing up, and this year has taught me a lot too. I feel like coming into this year, I kind of had had a lot of more resentment to my childhood. But you know that that's part of the, the spiritual growth too. I had to seek that healing, right? So you know I can talk about it now, and, and it doesn't like pull me into a dark place. It's like it's just the facts of what happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it 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 was what it was. I, I it made me who I am today. It it was tough. It was it was a lot, man. You know, my my parents, man, and it's not even it's deeper than my parents. I realized like. They, they, if you knew better, you would do better. I say that all the time. Like they, God, God, God forgive them, man. They, they just, they did the best they can do, man. Given their circumstances, no resentment. Um, you know, they, they, they battled drug addictions and afflictions and things like that. So they, they being 29, I know what it's like to be a grown up. I can imagine having kids and, and having to deal with some of the things from the nineties. Um, so, you know, they, they, a lot of moving around a lot of, you know, honestly, until, until I ended up in foster care, it was kind of like back and forth for my mom and dad. Like whoever was in the best position at that moment financially kind of had the kids. And, and, and like, I respect it. Look, at the end of the day, we still here, right? Like, you know what I mean? Um, it, uh, you know, I, I, I had a lot of issues as a child. I, I was a good kid in school and things like that, but I had anger issues and trust issues and, you know, just typical issues that you would expect just from all the, you know, tumultuousness. And I didn't realize how bad it was. It's the funny thing. I used to just think like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. So, I, you know, I knew when I graduated high school, I had to get away. And I came out to Morgantown and I didn't even realize at the time. But like I said, I just brought my problems with me. Um, I, I was a I was a bad influence of people around me. Um, you know, it, it, it it's, it's really level. So it's like in D.C., I would have been considered one of the one of the better people. But you know, you bring that same type stuff and that toxicity out here. And, and like I said, you're a negative influence. I got up in drugs and, 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 and addictions myself and, and women and, and, and just got caught up in loss, man, for real, for real, just loss. And, and it took a multitude of events for me to really realize that, man, this ain't, this ain't what is that, man. This ain't why I came out here to be honest with you. What, what really spun it for me, you know, the pandemic hit on March 22nd mm-hmm. uh, this year. That, that's when the country went on shutdown. Well, that's my birthday. So I turned 29 on that day. Wow. And I told, I told this story quite often. That that put me in a state where it was like, yo, like, you're 29. As you can imagine, I, I wasn't the most feeling like turning up kind of day compared to the yeah. past. I was, I was shook, man, especially in March. I was like, man, like, am I about to die? And if I was to die... I haven't left no legacy. I'm I'm just going day by day. I'm, I'm I'm going. I'm working, but I'm not I'm not building towards nothing. You know you 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 know what it's like when you're just in that rut. You're just getting up every day. You you're not really assessing what you're doing or anything. And it made me feel some type of way. I'm not gonna lie to you. And it and it made me challenge myself in a different way. And 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 the the rest is history. I I can say that this 29th year has been filled with so much growth for me because that's when I knew I had to take this journey, man. Wow. That's man, that's 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 great. You know, it's great that you in the midst of this pandemic situation, you were able to look at your own life and and examine it and think about making some changes. And, um, I think that's what God wanted, man. I I, I think, and you know, I, I noticed this pain. And my, like I said, my heart goes out to anyone who's suffering. I know people lost loved ones. I know people are in lost jobs, are in very inconvenient situations. But you know, on the flip side of that, 
There are a group of people who this pandemic reset them. It woke them up. It showed them that, you know, yeah, I'm just moseying through life. And it showed me how life, how vulnerable life can be and how precious life can be. And how you need to value every single day. Don't think you can wait till tomorrow to get something done. Because how do you know tomorrow going to come? You better start right now. Right. I, thought, I thought I could I thought I could like straighten up at like 40 or 50 or something. You know what I mean? I was going I was gonna live my life while I was young, do all my dirt, and then like you know, just switch up at like 50 or something like that. That's what I was gonna do, but then I was like, man, like man, I can't do that, man. I got it's now, man. Right now. It's right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great, man. Like you said, you know, the situation, the situation is here. However, you choose to look at it and deal with it is up to you. Perspective. And, uh, and 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 you and you've done a great job of of turning things around. You made a lot of progress, and uh, I know, man, I'm 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 happy and proud for you, man. And uh, the work that you're doing, you said that you're, you know, you're working with the youth. You know, tell us tell us more about that. Yeah, man, that's my passion. Uh, my whole premise is being the void. Like I said, all, all the different things that I optimized. dealt with as a child, I always felt like the underdog. I always felt like the voiceless. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a very humble dude. And there's been so many situations in my 29 years where I recognize that, you know, <laughs> people almost look down to you, you know, in, in a certain sense because of where you come from or your credentials and just things like that. So, you know, it, it burns on me because I, I always want to, like, be the void. I want to let people know that, you know, kind of like how, why Les Brown is my mentor. It doesn't matter where you started. It doesn't matter, you know, where you began. It matters where you end up. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like my time and my journey and me getting to where I want to get to is inspiration in itself. I want the youth to see that, especially people who grew up in inner city um, struggles like me, that, Man, that, that's just your beginning. That, that's not the end all, be all. I used to think that it meant that I couldn't be nothing too, but look at me. You know what I mean? And I and my biggest thing, I want kids to realize that younger than 29. It took me to 29. Mm-hmm. And, and the crazy thing how I know is God, because out of everything that I've been through, I did not get any mentors until I seek mentors. So it's, for me, it's like, what made me, given, given all I knew, and all, you, you know what you know, what made me want to seek change so bad when so many people come from my environment and they indulge in it? So many people, they, they, they just embrace it. They don't even think about it in that way. And it's like, what would make me want to be the opposite of that? Want to use all of those experiences and flip them on their head? I know it's God, man. I, I know that he ordered my steps purposely. I used to see it as a punishment. I see it as a blessing now because I realized that when I get in situations dealing with these youth, I understand them. It's not, no, it's, I'm not the person sitting back like, oh, I couldn't even imagine how you can go through that. It's like, nah, bro, like, let's talk. I understand, you know, and, and I feel like I can connect with, with with just those type of children in a different way, foster care, children that don't feel wanted, that feel neglected, that, yeah. that, that don't feel like they have a voice, that just, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So many children feel so lost and, and parents, you know, a lot of parents love their children. They mean well. But if you don't have the proper tips and tactics and the structure to raise your child based on the structure you had, then you're, you know, you're, you're doomed to repeat the same thing with them. And we see a lot of cycles of it just being repeated and repeated and repeated. So I feel like where I come into play is I want to help stop that. I want to help people wake up. I want to help people realize that, hey, man, I was here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I do have greatness in me. 
I, I can achieve more. I don't have to wait. Like I said, you know, wait until 45. Like that's the, a lot of young people just think they can get old and then they, you know, then and then change up. Yeah. But I'm gonna live my life first. And, and my thing is, I want people to realize you can live your life young, mm-hmm. still have fun, but do what you're supposed to do. And the real fun is then doing what you're supposed to do. Because man, I, I tell people, it's a lot of empty ca- calories in that sand, man. It's a lot of it. You you think you think that that's what you want, but you, that that's not really what you want, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, those calories, those calories will fill you up, but they ain't giving you the nourishment that you need. Nah, man, you be still empty at the end of the day, man. You be still empty as I don't know what. Yeah, man. Hey, so you gotta lay some poetry on us, man. I've I've heard your poetry. You got you gotta t- tell number one, tell us about how you got into poetry, what it does for you, you know, the effect it has on your life. So, so I appreciate that. Um I got into poetry, you know, as a as a young dude, um, like like middle school, elementary school age. Um, <laughs> it was this girl I used to like. Um, she was in this little poetry class. That's really the reason why I joined. Um, but it worked out because you know the teacher he ended up seeing something in me. Um, he saw it before I saw it for real. I was really in the class for the girl, like I said. I was doing my little poetry assignments because that's what I had to do. But I was, and my eyes were on her. I think my first poem was about her and stuff. But, <laughs> but now nah, he read it and he was like, you wrote this? Because I was, like I said, I used to be rebellious. I used to, I was always a good child and I, I got good grades, but I, I had my ways, man. Being a part of my environment, I, I, I just was rebellious. And I used to like to just, you know, just piss. I feel like I used to piss my instructors off sometimes, just being me. Uh-huh. He was, so me being the little nuisance I am, he saw what I wrote. He was like, you didn't write this. Like, you didn't write that. And I'm like, nah, I did. And he was like, you did? And like I said, I didn't even realize it was even nice at the moment. But I could tell he did because he just took a liking to me. And he just he just started to gravitate to me. And he he was there. And, and, and like I said, I didn't realize it being young. But being grown now, and I look back on it, that started my foundation on poetry. And, and I've been writing poetry ever since. And it, it, it's always been something I did when I when I... You just need to get away from my head or my thoughts. You know, I, I just write, you know, and I didn't even necessarily always classify it as poetry, particularly. I was thinking I was just writing, you know, my therapeutic thoughts. And I've always kind of had like that unique rhyme scheme. I, I, it was just natural to me. And um, like I said, in part of the pandemic, you know, I, when I, once I noticed I wanted to be a speaker and I started to assess my talents, I noticed that you know, stuff on poetry is you. You're big on gratitude. You write gratitude poetry. You you love to write about your feelings. Like, that's your niche, the motivational poet. Like, you know, tie that in together. Don't leave your poetry on the side. You can motivate people through your poetry as well. And, and that's when I started to run with that as well. So it, it makes me feel, like I said, it's therapy for me. And, until I actually get to the point where I actually seek, you know, actual therapy, it is therapeutic to me. Uh-huh. Man, that's great. And I, and I, I was gonna say I'll read you. I I I'll definitely read you one. I I'll read uh actually something nobody never heard before. It, it, it's something I just wrote. So bear with me. You, you premiering this? You premiering this on the on the determination determines destination podcast? Yes, sir. Like I said, I write every single day. So I mean, writers right. write, read, speakers speak. I gotta use it, right? Let's hit. It. Yes, sir. And shout out to uh, you you this know Larry, right? Larry Normal. From, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He was on. He was on last yeah, week. Shout, shout out to Larry because I, I I feel like he's part of the inspiration for this particular poem. Um, he, he said something to me. He, he said something to me that stood out. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, I'm a poet. I I I consider myself an artist, but I'm I never really like 
drilled down on you're an artist. You know, it's just like one of those things. Like if you, if someone was to say you're an artist, I would say, yeah, but I never really thought on that. And he said something that like gravitated me. He said, sizzle, you're an artist. Put it in the art, put the pain, put everything, put it in your art. And that stood out to me. I don't know why I just stood out so hard. So it's like, I, I, I just been really incorporating that lately. So this is, this is what I came up with. Uh, when is a good time to give up on your dream? When is a good time to give up on your dream? Should you wait till adversity is at an all-time high? Should you give it a few attempts just to say that you tried? Should you go back on all you promised and just accept that you lied? Just keep on saying it's all good while you burn on the inside? Should you seek help when necessary or lose out to your pride? Should you just give up on the destination because you don't enjoy the ride? When is a good time to give up on your dream? Does it matter by the day? Does it matter by the season? What if you have limited resources and support? Wait a minute. Is that even a good reason? What if you're always confronted with the demons of your past? Is that reason enough to give in? See, I really don't think so, because there's a reason why you're still living. So if you ask me, when is a good time to give up on your dream? I would have to say never. Discouragement will come. It's just proof that you must be better, let's face it. But you keep searching for your hidden treasure. Never give up on your dream. It will take a lot of sacrifice, I know. But I was born for this. Check this out. There were moments in my life that were so bad that I considered suicide. My God is so good he wouldn't allow that because I was born to help people not commit suicide. There were moments in my life that were so bad I almost gave in to anxiety and depression. My God is so good he wouldn't allow that because I was born to help people cope with anxiety and depression. There were so many opportunities for me to give in growing up to violence and, and a dysfunctional family and eventually foster care. But my God is so good. He wouldn't let none of that derail me because I was born to help people who come from dysfunctional families and even, even foster care. I understand how everything in my life is full circle and how I conquer my issues, help others conquer theirs. These are the type of blessings I used to wish for in my prayers. I will save lives with my words. I believe I can talk someone off a bridge. Sizzle's only heating up. You can't keep me in the fridge. See, that's the thing. For so long, I was out of place. But I realized I must chase my dreams too. Confident in the victory because I figured out I need to get myself a team too. Can't do this alone. Don't assume you can just because you've grown. Soon as I start tripping, I just pull out my phone and I see who I can reach out to for words of encouragement. I'm working on my spiritual nourishment. Working on me in general is crucial. I no longer want to go around attempting to be something that I'm not. So I've learned that I must give it all that I got. Mm -hmm. And I won't let depression slow me down anymore. Sin called my name so, so many times. And just because I changed... It's going to call my name so, so many more. Mm -hmm. But raise your hand if you're tired of walking through that same door. 
<laughs> and it never leads to satisfaction. To be honest, it leads to me crying on the floor saying, Stefan, you know you could have did better. Get back on your dream. Get back on your dream. Get back on your dream. Don't you ever give up on your dream. Because if you ask me, there's never a good time to give up on a dream. All right. Thank you for premiering that on the Determination Determined Destination podcast, man. That was great. That was Thank great. You. Thank you. Like I said, I just write from my heart, man. I, I write what, what's really on my mind. I, like I said, it's, it's healing for me as well. But I also realized that it could be healing for others. And, and that's why I write. I used to be so scared. I used to think anybody want to hear this stuff. But I re- now it's not for you. It's for me. But if you like it as well, it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure there was people out there who heard what you just said. And they were just, they put them in the zone, man, because they can relate. Everybody can relate to what you just said. Yes, so what are, your, what are your future plans? What, what else do you have going on? Yes, sir. So um, a few things. Um my own podcast I'm premiering on December 14th. Of course, you know, you'll you'll hear about that, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna be on mine at some particular time. The Be the Void podcast. I love um, being on there. Yes, sir. I'm excited about that. And, and you know, over these last few months, I've been guesting on other people's podcasts and kind of just getting the feel for the whole dynamic. And it's amazing. And that's why I appreciate I it, more than I can even imagine. Um, you know, uh, other stuff, you know, like I said, I'm working on my book. That will be out on March 22nd on my birthday. Um, yeah, my main thing is really just ramping up for 2021. Um, it's a takeover. Um, you know, a lot of poetry. I'm recording a lot of videos. I'm not posting them right now because I kind of want to flood people starting January, February. Um, you know, I, I really consider it just promotion for my book in March. Well, I really want to be known as the motivational poet, like worldwide. So, that, that's that's everything to me, um, you know, continuing to grow, continue to keep, you know, good people around, continue to build my brand, continuing to 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 build myself as well, because, you know, it's not just talent. It's not just your skills. It's not just your craft. It's the person you become along the way as well. That's equally as important. You know, I, I tell myself, I don't want to be someone who's successful, but, you know, no one likes you personally. Like, I, I want to be a complete package and, and God has stripped me in some ways because I can be honest, like I look in the mirror all the time. I was on the path of being an asshole, man. Like I was on the path of, of being a being a jerk, man. Like for real, for real. Like kind of arrogant, kind of kind of full of himself. Just just a lot of things where I I was I was too full of myself, man. And like yeah. God had to humble me. He had he had to give me that real humble pie. And, and like before I moved forward, because I couldn't take that me into the next stage. Because like I said, I, it it wouldn't have been as pure and authentic as it would have needed to be. To really be as genuine and reach the amount of people that it needs to be. Oh, that's great, man. Hey, man, I look, I look forward to your podcast and that book and your videos. It's, it's, it's great to hear that you have some good future plans. And uh, as we as we on the way to wrapping up, give the audience one piece of advice for people who are going through their own trials and tribulations in life. And a book that you think will help people. One of your favorite books that you think will help people. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bit biased on the book. Um, 
you know, I would say, Les Brown, you got to be hungry. Um, I, I truly feel like that was a good book, as far, especially at the stage I was at life. Uh-huh. And, and just navigating and understanding that even someone as big as Les Brown has problems. So, you know, you, you, you're kind of naive to think that you wouldn't have problems along your way. Um, and it's good to see that because we, we usually see the success stories and we see people who, you know, make it and we think, oh, that's what we want. You know, just in our culture now, the microwave culture, everybody wants it, wants it, wants it. Uh-huh. But we don't really see the process behind it, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I would tell people to, if you really, really want something, you know, you're you going to have to really, really think on that, man. And really, and don't just think about how bad you want it. Think about, are you willing to do what it takes yeah. um, to, to, to maintain it? Not just get it, but to maintain it. Because getting something and maintaining it also is two different things I'm also learning in life. Yeah. Um, just, just make sure you got what it takes. Make sure you're taking the proper steps. Don't skip any steps because that step you skip might be the one to come back to bite you at a later moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, you know, get mentors around you. Every single person, I don't care who you are, I would recommend that you have mentors and mentors in the particular field that you aspire to be in. You know, I, I talk to people all the time. If I want to be a football player, I'm not going to go get a baseball coach. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not going to go get a baseball coach to play football. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't skills and things that that baseball coach may be able to teach me, but I'm going to need something specific to where I'm going. So I tell people, find people in your field. Or if you don't know your field or you don't know your passion, think about the things you're passionate about. What drives you? What pushes you? What, when you see it, it's like, hmm, that's interesting. Pay a little bit of attention into those areas because, you know, your calling might be something that was always there. You just don't notice it. When it comes to speaking and poetry and things like that, I would be lying if I said I didn't, you know, have those deep feelings on the inside that this was always me. It's just I would let my immediate environment and people around me and those turbers in my head tell me, nah, Stefan, not you. You can't do this. But I, I, I've always known that I had a knack for poetry, that I had a knack for helping people, that I had a knack for um, being an inspiration. I, I maybe just didn't have a title for it. And then once I met, you know, once I was introduced to Les Brown a few years ago, it was like, ah, that's it right there. So sometimes you got to just keep doing you until you have that aha moment. It, it won't always come easily. That's great advice. Great advice, man. It has been great having you on the podcast. And I look forward to having you on again, man. When your book comes out, as we, maybe before that, as we get closer, let me know. We're going to have you on again. Get that book promoted. And it's been great having you on, man. This is Sid Owsley from the Determination Determines Destination podcast where we share stories of people using the three Ds to success. Determination determines destination to overcome trials and tribulations in their life. Thank you, and I'm out. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Three Ds to Success podcast. Stay connected with us directly through SidOwsley.com forward slash. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at Twitter.com forward slash OwsleySid and Instagram at www.instagram.com forward slash SidOwsley forward slash. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through 3Ds2Success at gmail.com and as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Don't forget to like and subscribe to stay fully up to date. Also, 
Get your free gift at SidHousley.com forward slash. Until next time, be determined to achieve your greatness. And remember, determination determines your destination.